Hello, everyone. It is episode 11 now of the How About That podcast. Took some time off, had to finish school, got a lot going on, but now we are here into the summertime. We are excited with a lot of things going on, including the lottery, NHL playoffs, always NFL news. It never stops, as you know. So much going on that we're going to get into right away with you guys. So without further ado, Brooksy Buckman, let's get it. All right, everyone, welcome back. As we said, episode 11, and before Buckman kind of talks about our show, we just want to just let you know how we're doing. So, Brooksy, you want to start us off? What you doing this summer? Yeah, I'll be at school all summer, working out with the team, uh, training for a big senior season. So, uh, I'll be caddying. And caddying at the golf course, local golf course, trying to get some some of those tips. And then I will uh, also be a part-time Uber driver. Late there night. it is. So that's right. What? How have your ratings been so far? If you don't mind me. Well, I had one customer last night, and that was my only customer, and he gave me a decent-sized tip. So I think it was pretty good. You got a tip? Wow. Yeah. That's yes. job. All right. Yeah. If anybody's ever in Evansville late at night, be sure to uh, have yeah. Justin Brooks drive you. Yes. One too many. Definitely find that Uber. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right, Buckman, what you got? Um, well, real quick, Zach, you know, I just want to say not everyone is in summer yet. Uh, the Falcons are, are in finals week right now. So shout out oh. to all my fellow Falcons out there grinding out. We <laughs> you know we're almost the finish line, but I'll just be You've doing been home for forever. You know. Yeah. Well, that's because I've been entering this semester. So right. it really right. affects me. But uh, I'll be interning as a, you know, financial advising wealth management intern this summer and golfing as much as possible really hopefully hopefully it's a relaxing summer after a very busy semester that i've had so. it's been fantastic yeah um, for myself i will be uh, on campus as well i'll be working at echo annapolis uh insurance very excited obviously you know the commercials um also went to run a lot, but just yesterday went on a run and worked out in a while figured why not um Something horribly wrong with, went wrong with my foot. I don't know what happened. I literally just on a run outside. Um, and that's, that's the end of my athletic career. I'm, I'm just going to gain a lot of weight. I thought this was the summer to kind of get the body. It's not. Um, plantar fasciitis, me and Eli Manning, now are both suffering. So that was my day. You never told me the reason why you're in the med check until now. <laughs> literally just running outside. That's all I was doing. Hey, we peaked athletically at 17. It's only been downhill since. God, that one hit hard. All right, Buckman, what you got with getting us going for today? We're going to start us off with the classic how about segment, and we're going to get into some Wednesday woes. Obviously, Zach and I are going to talk about a hot, then very cold uh, gambling week, and then the cue time with a little JB talk probably in there somewhere about soccer. Don't think he has a full rant for us today, though. So, boys, let's hop right into it with the how about JB. Well, 
Big news last night. Yes, the Pelicans got the number one pick in the draft. Shockingly, I know you guys are just absolutely we'll amazed talk, by it. We'll talk about that later. But. Yes, but the big news is Zion. Yeah. Will he go to New Orleans and play with them? Or is he going to sit out a year? Is he going to return to Duke? Or is he going to demand a trade and try to get out of there? So what are your thoughts on that? There's, there's a lot going on with this. Um, Zion is going to play in the NBA this year. I don't believe he's going to sit out. I understand that New Orleans has a lot going on right now. It's not really a basketball city. However, if he's there, it's a basketball city. You know, that's why they're, that video of their ticket office went nuts. I, they're going to sell out. He's that good and that entertaining. I think he's going to play with the Pelicans. I, I don't know. There, I mean, there are so many different options right now for him to be traded or for AD to be gone. Um, but if you get AD to stay, I mean, Drew Holiday, him, and AD, that's, that's a really nice three. In the West, I don't know how far that goes, but um, at least now, if, if you want to keep AD, you have a very good reason uh, to keep him there. But also, if you want to trade AD or trade the pick, you can bring so much more in. I, they, there are so many things the Pelicans can do. I don't know. I really don't know what the right route is, but I do believe Zion's going to play in the NBA next year. Yeah, he's out. I agree he's going to play, but I think the Pelicans would almost be better off trying to trade AD and the pick. They could, get, yeah. they could get four or five picks and a couple good players for them and just reload completely and just get AD and Zion out because they both probably don't want to be there. They don't want to be there. So if they could get like seven like picks and players, like seven of the rebuild the roster, yeah. that would be big for them. So, Buck, any thoughts on that? I mean, JB took the words right out of my mouth. I think that really the smart move here is obviously I think you trade both um, completely rebuild the team you can get a lot of solid role players and then a lot a lot of draft picks if you trade you're still staying in the top four most likely you can still get a solid player although i'd rather have three than four just for the fact that after three there's a giant drop off um going to back to zach's point i i mean i i it kind of relates to the whole or the new orleans is now a basketball town with him i was listening to an interesting uh radio segment on my way back from lacrosse practice and and i think a guy made a great point in saying that people aren't going to watch the pelicans they're going to watch zion you know when when the 76ers are traveling to uh you know indianapolis if if you're not going to watch ben simmons who's a former number one overall pick you're going to watch the 76ers play but if the pelicans come you who cares about the pelicans you're there to watch zion um and long term i think with that effect zion's not going to care about staying in new orleans they have an awful front office. You know, I think AD being wanting to leave even with the number one pick there shows a lot about what players' thoughts are about the organization. Um, so I don't think Zion's going to want to play there. I personally, I think Zion, if if it's New Orleans is the spot, I think that he might just simply hold out um, and try and get himself in a better situation or a better market uh, where he can have growth and he does maybe doesn't have to think, okay, I have to wait five years on my rookie deal and then I can leave and bounce and go to a, a big market. Um, so I, I think the smart move for the Pelicans just is to trade both. Well, that's fair. I, I get, yeah, go ahead, Brooks. I was just thinking if Zion still can come back to school or can decide to just with, like withdraw his name from the draft and knows like AD is going to be gone. I think he, there's a 95% chance he does that. I don't think he wants to play. Stays? No, he, like, yeah, he doesn't stay, go to the NBA. Just, yeah, doesn't go to the NBA this year if he knows AD's going to be gone. Yeah, I mean, the, the only risk with that is, is like, if 
he sits out this year because he doesn't want to go to New Orleans. Next year, the lottery happens. And what if it's yeah. you know, See, some other shit team? That's the, that's I, the only risk of that. I think if you're the Pelicans, this is when it comes to the fact of just, just trade the pick then. You know, we've seen people do it so many times. Coward went on a giant rant about it. And one of the ones hit close to home is Eli Manning. Eli Manning was like, I'm not going to San Diego. And they traded the number one pick basically straight up with, with the Giant. Yeah, I had <laughs> but, you know, if you're the Pelicans and you're, and you're sitting here and you're like, all right, we know Zion doesn't want to play here. I have the number one pick. And instead of taking, uh, you know, Zion and him sitting, sitting out or letting him go back to college and not getting as good of a player at number one, trade back, get, let him go where he wants to go, and you can get a haul. And I guarantee that haul immediately by getting the pick and trading AD immediately puts you in the playoffs next year. Just with the That's, with the roster turnover and the picks that you can get, so I, I'm more of trading uh, AD or trading the pick. Um, I'm sorry, I'm more of trading AD than the pick because if you trade AD to the Knicks, you get the number three pick, and if you want to keep Zion there, you know what better way to do it than tell him his best friend's coming and get RJ at three, and then so they'll lose and the... AD to the Knicks, yeah. and you get Zion and RJ at one and three. Uh, obviously, you get probably one more player from the Knicks, probably not a Kevin Knox, but another building piece, then, then you have something for Zion to get excited about and something to work with, too, with two young talents. I agree that Zion might want to stay if RJ's there, but yeah. they won't win. They won't make the playoffs with those two. No. With Zion and RJ, you're saying? They, they won't make good. the playoffs. No. You see, I think that if they're trading away Anthony Davis, they're not only getting the third pick, they're getting future Knicks picks, the Mavs that picks okay. that we got for, for Porzingis. They're getting a star center in Mitchell Robinson. They're getting a, a great shooting guard in Kevin Knox. I, I think that the right away they might not be there, but they have four solid young players right just right there in general without any other future draft picks <laughs> that can all start in the NBA. So, Quick yeah. question before we move on. If Zion and AD both are staying, or they plan on not trading either, do you think that brings in any free agents? I know it's a small market, but do you um, think... It could. I think, like, obviously Jimmy Butler is going to be thrown around to every team in the world this summer, but that's an option right there as your number two. That would be pretty good. Uh, there's a lot that can happen if they both stay. But with the new GM, too, there, there's a possibility. We have no idea what's going to happen, but yeah, it's going to be it's, exciting. And also for AD to the Knicks, if the, the Knicks really should wait till post-draft to trade for AD just for cap space because then they can fit three max deals, if I'm correct. So we might not know about this till. They could draft Zion and just move him before the season starts or wait till, you know, July to move AD. So we won't know for a while. Yeah. yeah. Lot to all see. Right. Lot to see with that. Um, all right. Well, talk about players moving in the NBA. We also have Kawhi Leonard, who's been a very popular topic over the past oh. year. And then, uh, I mean, Buckman and I, I'll just, just real quick, we money lined uh, the, the Sixers, but whatever. So wait with the money line of the Blazers. Yeah, so we really profitable looking like until Kawhi quadruple doinked the ball into the net. Uh, the picture's very cool. The father stretched my hands video is even cooler with it. Um, that was art. This shot was, was bigger than just a shot in winning that series. Is this enough in that moment with this team for Kawhi to say, maybe I should stay in Toronto? I can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals every year, get myself a chance to the Finals. Or does he go to the Clippers? Um, I don't think he's going to go to the Lakers, the Clippers, maybe the Nets, uh, or another team. What Do you think this shot was enough to make him stay? I think no. 
Um, it's the Eastern is it's the Eastern Conference semifinals. Um, it, it's one of those things where Toronto has a really good team now, but they're not a free agency destination. They're always going to have to move pieces to bring like better players in for Kawhi. I don't think Kawhi is uh, a big enough you know marketing piece. He's not going. I feel like he won't personally go out to try and recruit players. And him being in an LA where he's going to have you know Jerry West with the Clippers, um, he's going to be able to be a free agency destination. And I think that he's just going to find that to be a better business move and go home. So, yeah, that's my thing. He. He's going to have a chance at the finals in Toronto, but even being in San Antonio now in Toronto, he's always wanted to be in that big, big market, L.A. or kind mm-hmm. of New York. And I think the Clippers are still his preferred destination. I know you said the Clippers and that you just threw a couple around, but I think he really wants to go to one of those big markets and make for a name for himself there, unlike in Toronto. And also, I think he might wait till post KD Kyrie because if if one of those two goes to the, the East, um, or if KD goes to the East and Kyrie stays in the East, the East just got so much more competitive where you're going to have Giannis, Kyrie, KD, all co- maybe on three different teams. And then yeah. the West, is, it could open up where he's going there every year to the Western Conference Finals. And the Warriors eventually are going to have to lose one, right? So right. Um, the West might become the less competitive uh, conference. I agree. I agree. Buckman, what you got? All right, we're going to skip over to the NFL, touching all the, yeah. the leagues. Um, big news, shocking news today coming out of the uh, New York uh, media. But this time, the Giants aren't the dumb front office. It's the New York Jets firing yes. their GM today and then promoting <laughs> Adam Gase, their new hired head coach, interim GM. And let me just say, um, this is dumb as hell. It's, it's, they're working the wrong way. You get yeah. the GM, then you get the coach. Uh, and they're going to get a new GM soon. But Gase shouldn't be the one deciding that because how are you going to fire the coach that gets you the GM? There's a lot of problems here with that. And even, even besides politics, let's think about this. You have the GM for free agency, for the head coaching hire, and for the draft, and then you fire him right at the beginning of OTAs? Yeah. What? Well, Why would you, if you're going to fire him, do that months before. Right. Apparently, Gase was mad about the contract of Le'Veon. He liked Le'Veon, but didn't want him. This and is then this CJ Mosley's contract as well. Because now you're losing the locker room. Yeah, right. That, he pretty much said he didn't want Le'Veon. That's yeah. out now. Which, with that guy's attitude, like, have fun now. It, like, that's just, I mean, we're, I was sitting here thinking to myself, like, the New York Jets might be the better New York franchise right now. And then they, they, this is a I wrench. Are. I still are. How do you think Le'Veon performs this year after this news? Do you think he... Well, he already said he wasn't coming to OTAs, which is his thing. He does, they're voluntary anyway, so that's not a big deal. Yeah. But I think it's going to be okay, but if they start losing, it's going to come up. Yeah. Uh, if he doesn't yeah. get touches, it's going to come up. Like, Gates just threw him, like, like, he said, hey, here you go, man. Like, now you have anything you want to say about me already. And they have talent. Darnold's talented, Le'Veon's talented, Jamal Adams, CJ Mosley, Leonard Williams, like, this, this is the start. Like, they're going the right way. And they and just fight the gym who built And then that. they just gave up. They gave up. They didn't have a very good draft. People aren't happy about their draft. But I mean, Quinn and Williams, I think, is a win, no matter. Like, that by itself right. is... Regardless, you just need your defensive line. Draft. Right. So, very confusing. I don't get it at all. 
Yeah, yeah that, that's, uh, it doesn't make I, sense. I, 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 there's, no, there's no choice to say. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. But I you, went and saw my, my Lord and Savior, Chris Ballard, today. My GM. <laughs> yeah, that's an organization that gets I mean, it right that's now. that's the dream. Got to, ask a, got to ask a question. Great question. Thank Great you. Question. Very fun. Very fun. Is this the first time that an NFL GM has ever been fired in the springtime? It's got to be. It has to be. I mean, because you don't do it now. That's like, it's like Michigan. That's a it's November like, move. I mean, it's like firing a, your basketball head coach right now in the middle of uh, AAU evaluation. Like, this is yeah. just not, this is the worst time to do it. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we'll, <laughs> we'll move into our next segment of the day. And this one's a little sad for all of us. We have some bad news going around. So we'll go into our Wednesday woes. Buckman, what do you have for us? Uh, the New York Knicks got yeah. the third pick in the NBA yeah. draft, and I know, I know, statistically we beat the draft. I know it's a top. It, this is a three-player draft, and we got the top three. I know all of that. I don't care. Like that was a the New York Knicks are getting the first pick in the NBA draft, and we're getting Zion. The Knicks are back. The Mecca is back. The Garden is back. Everything was was laying out perfectly. And then we got the third pick. Um, the Knicks are in a tough situation right now where literally the future of our franchise it hangs on the balance of just so many factors. You know, we don't know if New Orleans is going to trade us the pick or is going to trade us AD. We don't know if Katie's going to come here. We don't know if Kyrie's going to come here. You know, we, there's just so many unknown factors that with Zion there, you at least knew something, something was for sure. And now everything is just up in the air. So not good. You just have no control now. Yeah. You, you literally don't. It's like, okay, RJ Barrett, that's a good start. If we get him at three and, and I think, yeah, him, Kyrie and Katie next to each other. That's, that's a thing of beauty. I don't even think at that point you have to trade for AD, but I just named two players who are currently not on our team. So uh, I hate to interrupt you, but just to let you know, the Bucks are currently plus on the money line. In case you want to throw that in there, they're live money. Oh my god! Because they're de- they're getting oh, they're getting. Yeah. Um, I'm getting they're, right. Just in case you want to double down on the money line, that's it's, it's I hey, I have no money. I've reached my limit. So okay, okay. well that's that, that happens right, about that. every four um, hours. But, um, uh, all right, uh, I'll I'll get into mine. Well, I have one, one second. Oh on yeah, the yeah, Knicks, yeah. On the next thing. I think people say it's a three-person draft. I think it's honestly a two-person draft. I think RJ's kind of. I, I don't know I how. I don't know his ceiling. Like he's I not Jarza. He's not Jarza. Yeah, Jar-Zah. Thing is, I, we've seen his ceiling already. I think he's he's a with Zion yeah, Zion and Morant. You're getting you know a perennial lead eight game with. With RJ, you're getting a guy who you know can score the basketball and who could who could be an all star. I agree, though. I don't know if he's ever going to be, you know, an alpha, an all star every year. But I think he's going to be a great player in the NBA. So I think he'll be a solid player. I just he's not. I think he'll be an all star. So. I just don't think I don't think that he'll be a the guy. You know, I don't, I, I, don't I honestly don't know if he'll be an all star. I can see him being like a. He Jamal. scores too well. I, I could see him being like a Jamal Murray and like Denver. Like JB, trust me, I hated his. Jamal his I hated his late game decision making. He's going to be. I mean, he's, going, he's playing well. You're playing he well. is, but yeah. RJ late in the games is awful, but he I won't hated be the guy it. to do that. He won't be but the guy if you're that. if you're giving if you're putting him on a team with Katie and Kyrie, I mean he's 
option three off. Okay. I mean, and I, okay. Kevin Knox could be option three too. All right, so. that's Bill. Yeah. That's Bill. All right, Zach, what do you have? Bucks are back. Yeah, I mean, like it's Wednesday. Well, I'm not even like sad if it happens at this point. Um, so Beeline goes to the Cavs. So obviously a Butler coach has to be mentioned to leave now again. Um, if Laval leaves, it would not a big deal. It would just be our fourth coach in six years, which is like. Like unheard of. Doesn't happen. How can you how um, can you develop a program with that? Rumors of a plane from Butler to Ann Arbor uh, were were put out, and the Vegas odds went from Laval going to two to one to be the next coach. Um, I don't think he's going to be the coach. I really don't. I really don't. I don't think he did enough at Butler to earn it. Yeah, that'd be uh, a smart decision by Michigan to not name him. Right. However, Laval, I don't get. I'm not giving up on you. We just currently just got today. Chuck Harris, my guy. I'm going to DC tomorrow. I'll probably see you. Washington DC commit. Uh, a, a four star, which we usually don't get. So if if he's committed today, um, you'd like to think Laval told him he's staying. Um, it's just hard, you know, with that much turnover we've had. It's hard for Laval's only been here a year and a half to get things going. Uh, I do think we're we're on the right page again, right path to, to making it back to the tournament. But if he leaves, like four coaches in six years would be nuts. However, uh, a, a name that you could see pop up if he does leave to become a new Butler coach is Bad Mata. That means that's, so, that's which we would which we point. wouldn't complain about. Yeah, and just, I also just think, switch uh, Holtman and Maddo around, you know. Exactly. Yeah, we don't. Also, we don't mention that name on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're my, not, bad. my bad. We don't mention that. that. We're anti H. I I just don't understand your pain. I've had Izzo for twenty plus years now. So oh man, that's yeah. <laughs> I think if you're Michigan, you don't even know what Laval's recruiting skills are. You know, like he hasn't had his. He's had one class, and I mean it's. Yeah, well, he did recruit for Beeline at Michigan. That's that why Beeline true. loved him. Like, that that's, that's, that's why he is where... Like, I just mean, like, being as the guy. Right. I think he's struggled being the guy. Yeah. That's the only reason I can see him getting... Like, he hasn't really proved himself at Butler yet, but the Michigan connection is the only reason right. why he's in that. But, yeah. I mean, even Beeline, I, that was a shock to me when I woke up and heard that news. Yeah, like, that was. Out of nowhere. Or, 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 I mean, he's got, he's got his retirement plan set, right? Five years in Cleveland, then he's, he's done. I really... Yeah, I mean, I get it, like NBA. I, I just don't understand it because you can get he makes more at Michigan, right? Like, he can make more in college than the NBA. So I think he was just tired of the college game. Like he was probably tired of recruiting, tired of a lot. But yeah, um, I the only another reason I don't think they're gonna go for Laval, and I hate to, I hate to burst Brooks's ego, is uh, Michigan's got to find a guy that can beat Michigan State. There's no other way to put it. So yeah. you've got to bring in a big. I, no, you don't. I don't want you commenting like this. Is, <laughs> The last comment of this part. Um, you, you do. you Because Beeline's a great name. And obviously, the one thing Beeline struggled with was beating Michigan State. And that showed, obviously, this year three times. Um, I bet that's I'm why I think you got it. I think Billy Donovan makes so much sense if he's willing to do it. If he's not, I like Ed Cooley out of Providence. Um, there's a lot of guys they can go after. It's such a big name, big if, program. If Chris Beard there's is no downfall. Chris be, Beard wants to go. I mean, Michigan's just going up. Win. But I think Chris Beard wants to stay. He's got yeah, to stay. I agree. Like, I'm just saying. He got I hope Chris Beard stays oh, for my sake. Yeah. Speaking so, of Butler, I, I have a ticket commercial on my TV right now. Yeah, that's wonderful. But yeah. uh, you got to think too, Michigan. I mean, you do have to hire this guy within like the next like odd days because you're in the middle of the recruiting period, similar to when that one man left us. Like it just screws you because you lose all your connections with your 2020 guys, and it really hurts your recruiting when you, a guy leaves in the middle of the summer. So Michigan needs to find a guy, which is also why I think they might get the out because they are comfortable with him. And they need someone they know and can get in right now and, and get yeah. to work because they don't have time to wait for this decision. I would agree with that. Well, yeah. yeah. What I got? 
Well, I'll move on to my Wednesday woe. And a lot of people might not know about it. I know you two are catching up on it, but uh-huh. my favorite player in the Premier League, N Hazard, is agreed to terms with Real Madrid. And Sorry. in about two weeks, he is going to be off to uh, Spain to be leaving Chelsea. So it's very upsetting to me right now. I Chelsea's also going to be in a transfer van, so they can't bring anyone in to replace him. So we're just on the decline <laughs> yeah. right now. So I, it's a tough time. So. so for those out there, possibly myself, um, explain the ban. So they kind of illegally signed some youth players or overpaid some Good. youth players. And Good. now uh, they caught up with them. And so now they can't. They can't really sign anyone, so it's it's upsetting. But they, did, but they, 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 they did get the American boy. Yeah, Pulisic will be. Pulisic. They have him already, so that's good. Okay. He'll be back. They also have a lot of youth players on loan, which in soccer you can loan out players, but you still technically own them. It's weird how it works. But they can bring guys back, and they have some youth guys who can easily make an impact next year. So it's okay. people I've been reading up, and it's like you're losing a top five player in the world, so that's like you can't replace that. But right. they can also develop their youth system a little better, and these guys can get some more playing time. So I guess that's a positive. Like um, Hudson, Oy, I can around Hudson Odoi, but he's also yeah. towards Achilles, so he's gonna be out probably to Christmas. Didn't see that. Yeah, uh, but he can develop the youth, which is good. But uh, something that was exciting in soccer was a Champions League we last go. week. Yeah, uh, that was big. Liverpool coming down back from three zero to win four three. Tottenham coming back from three zero to. Tie three three and a win on away goals, so absolutely amazing those two games. And that's- yeah, if you don't even like soccer, you should watch those. Like just the emotion. Yeah, you get chills. Um, well, Brooks, as you know, I'm very knowledgeable. So I do yes, have a question yes, for you. Yes. This was not research; just kind of top of the head. All right. All right. Um, going into this finals matchup, Tottenham has uh, right. Tot- yeah, of course. Tottenham, Tottenham. They've scored. Yeah, same thing. They've scored at least one goal in their last eleven of twelve matches. So they're lighting it up, scoring. Well, Liverpool has had five clean sheets this year. So, who will have the bigger impact? Who do you think steps up more, the Liverpool defense or Tottenham offense? I'm going with the Liverpool defense. You are? Okay. Based solely off, they have Virgil van Dijk, who won Premier League Player of the Year. And Harry Kane for uh, Tottenham might be hurt for the game. And if he's not back, they're going to have to start Llorente. And Llorente is going to get eaten up alive by Van Dijk. <laughs> So yeah. it won't even be close. So they need Kane back for that you game. Think Kane's out Liverpool role. Uh, sure. You're confident in them winning. I think Liverpool wins either way, but I think yeah. if Kane's out, it's going to hurt them going forward because they, if Lowente has to play, I don't think he can compete with Van Dyke. And if he doesn't play, then I just don't see, I don't see Son and Lucas Moore getting around Dude, the back. So I was I about to mention Sonaldo, I mean, he's a FIFA dog. Gosh. Nice. Oh, all right. Hey, Just guy played FIFA. We got yes, scored their uh um what what game was that? He scored their only goal. I'm pretty sure it was in it was in a Champions League game, right? I don't know. We can we can we can for the final they beat Man City one in the first and he, leg. And Sonaldo scored. Yes. Okay, his name right. sucks. Stop going to I call him Sonaldo. <laughs> he's that good. <laughs> Liverpool wins that matchup. <laughs> right. on. Wait, wait, I have a quick question. Does soccer stores have trade um, insurance on jerseys? Because 
me being a Chelsea fan, I do have an Eden Hazard so, Chelsea jersey. Do I get like a new player? Why don't you ask the store? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, if I were you, keep the jersey. He was a legend for Chelsea. So. Yeah, it's just like having an Odell jersey. You know what? <laughs> I got it. There's my one. <laughs> and All next right. segment. Now, y'all look money hungry. And that's good. Um, wow. So, gambling. Everyone's not so favorite time anymore. <laughs> We're just going to talk about it. Buckman and I, no other way to put it. We got hot. I mean, we got red hot. So, I was making... It started with, it started with the Warriors plus seven and a half against the Rockets. Like, are you... Easiest bet of my life. Give me the money Easiest bet of our lives. We money... We hammered that money line, people. You knew... St- they're 4-0, as Buckman pointed out, against the Rockets. Mm-hmm. And, and you, they just... They weren't... The Rockets aren't ready. So, we win that. Then we're like, all right. We're, we are, as you know, huge Portland fans. So, we ride Portland in game seven. Easiest money. Bet of my life. And, 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 and why? And then I get a call from Buck yesterday, and I was sprinkling some lottery decisions. <laughs> and Buck's like, hey, man, let's, let's just you know, send it on, on the lottery. He's like, the Knicks have to be in the top five. And he's like, unless, <laughs> unless the Suns and the Cavs get six and five and six, they're guaranteed top three. So I'm like, all right, let's put, we put them all at one. Like, one of them's got to get there. Um, I had my foot injury, so I am in the car. FaceTiming Buckman about what he's watching the lottery and the reactions are not good. It's not going well. As you saw, um, the only way we couldn't have got it happened. The, uh, the Suns got the fifth pick, sixth pick, and uh, the Cavs got the yeah. fifth pick. Mm-hmm. And the Knicks got the third, the effing third pick. And I mean, <laughs> I'm FaceTiming Zach. I'm in the middle of B dubs. And just sitting at a table with friends. And I mean, I'm going nuts after every pick. They're like, calm down. I'm like, listen, these people don't have the amount of money that I have on these cards coming out. Which we will not disclose. Which we will yeah. not disclose. But it was, it was too much money to bet on the lottery. We'll put it, it that way. So I, dumb. Yeah. I, you know, I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing Nick stuff. After the Knicks get the third pick, I let out just a big old scream of just, you just heard the pain leaving my body fall out of the chair. A dad sitting nearby is like, a tough day to be a Knicks fan. I'm like, yeah, and to be a gambler. Yeah. So it so, was. And then we try to respond. Yeah. You know, only one way to do it is, is to double down on who? Portland Trailblazers. Portland Trailblazers. It, and, and I told Zach, I said, listen, we're safe if these two things don't happen. Steph Curry pops off and Dame Lillard goes silent. And guess what? One and two both happen. To the max. <laughs> to the max. Yeah. And Dame we look like he's never driven into the paint before yesterday. He, t- he was spinning, throwing the ball, turning it over. They looked lost yesterday in that game. Draymond Green and Quinn Cook were hitting threes. And Trey McKinney. Who is Trey yeah. McKinney? Who? Don't, don't like, hate on Draymond. I, I look, no, Draymond, he's playing well now. Okay, he's okay, okay. It's, just, it's just not going our way. Um, so tonight. Bucks. As of right now, yes, we do. You know, you will be getting this tomorrow. But as of right now, we are Bucks minus six. And, you know, they're picking up. Did we hit that? Good. But, like, put them away. Toronto's terrible. Kyle Lowry's off. Like, this is why the only reason I think Kawhi could leave. Pascal Siakam in the fourth quarter, like, almost had his back turned to the ball. He was so scared yeah, to have. And did. Lowry, as we know, Lowry had some good hustle plays, but, like, he it's trash. He just made a three-pointer a three badly. Who? Lowry? 
<laughs> as we were chatting. <laughs> well, why would I say that? And yeah, of, of, I mean, it only makes sense if we say one thing is the only way we're going to lose a bet. I mean, it's going to happen. I slay up, Brooke. You're seven four. Finish. All right. I'm talking. Uh, you know, it's funny. I'm talking to Buckman today, and you know how he <laughs> overcomes uh, losing a bunch of money last night. He decides to bet on tennis today. Yeah, what? you didn't tell me that, Buckman. <laughs> I bet on tennis today, and Ooh. they postponed it till tomorrow. So I just have this money pending. <laughs> I can't, I can't bet for because bet if, they're named, if they're not named Federer and Adal, I'm going to hurt you. Who? Um, it was like D. Goffin. Yeah, D. Goffin. Um, Moneyline him. And then I put like an under on the amount of stats. Really don't know. Dude, when he tells me this stuff, I just have, I don't even know what to say anymore. That's like, like that's what the, our, our listeners, we're already not doing well. Then you throw that in. Like, no, no yeah. Hey, <laughs> you just sometimes, hey, yeah. you just got to, this miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? You miss 100% of the bets you don't make. So yeah, who was doing this? Get get the viewership up. Let's get these viewers up. Yeah, help us out here. Anyway, we need to move on. We'll go into our queue time. Our questions. First question of the day: Who is your guys' pick to win the PGA Championship, and how does Tiger fail in this tournament? Um, Tiger Woods. That's the bet. That simple. I mean, man's red hot. Do you think he won again? How does I, I, th- I think Brooks Kepka is going to win? Yeah, I was going to say Brooks is the smart pick. I like Brooks. He's cool. I love Bru- Brooks Kepka. Yeah, yeah, no, part of my take. That was funny. He, I mean, Tiger. I think he's going to do well. I, Rory's out there. I'm just kind of done with Rory. I don't know what it is. I mean, he has not made an impact in a great tournament, and Laura knows how long. Yeah, I think so, Brooks wins. I want Fowler to win. Uh, if it's not Tiger, I want Fowler to win. I think Tiger finishes. Top, nah, I don't, so, top 20. I don't know. I think he's a couple shots off. I think the thing with Tiger is there's two things that are always going to determine whether, whether Tiger is competing or not. Number one, is he hitting fairways off the drive? Number two, is he making putts? Um, the mat, he, had, you know, he had been competing in last year's uh, all of the, you know, the major events, uh, but he always had one bad round where he wasn't doing those two things. Uh, so the question is today, can he do what he did in the Masters and put together four great rounds and just play smart golf uh, and just kind of have those bounces go his way? So I think that's a big thing. And also you have to think at the Masters, as, I think he's won at Beth Page Black before. So I think that because that's kind of like yeah. the Masters, he's comfortable yeah. with the course. So I think that helps a lot in his favor, especially this year with the U.S. Open being at Pebble Beach. So I, That helps it being at Beth Page. Also, like you mentioned, like, he just can't make mistakes. Like, even in the Masters, yeah. in previous Masters, he was, like, running away from the field sometimes. Yeah. This Masters, I think he just did not make mistakes. Everyone else started making mistakes. mistakes. And, and they were hitting them in the water at 12, and everyone was just dropping strokes, and he was just constantly just, like, going up here and there, just not making mistakes. So I think if it's, he can do that, he has a chance. The Masters was the first major that he's ever won. I mean, was the only major that he's ever won when he wasn't leading after 54 holes, which yeah. speaks a lot to kind of how his game has changed. So uh, I think that he's going to be competitive. I really do. He's been competitive in all the recent, the recent major championships. So. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll move on to the next question. Who benefited the most from the lottery and who the worst? Pelicans all day. The leverage is on. It's nothing we've you seen. have the number one pick, and the two teams AD wants to go to have the third and fourth pick. So you you could yeah. be ending up with two top four picks. It's yeah, it's 
it was the biggest lottery since LeBron. So uh, the Pelicans have to be the for sure winners of the draft. I think another winner of the draft has to be the Lakers. Yeah. Just because they got up all the way to full. I think they can use that pick for some leverage to try to get a trade for AD. I yeah. don't know if the Pelicans will accept full. I think it was three, maybe. But I think the Lakers are winners just because of that leverage they have for some trade off. Yeah. Right and people have talked about the gap after three, but the fourth pick still is the fourth pick. And like, yeah. Darius Garland um, didn't even play this year, and people know how good he is. So he's a very good point guard. If they're kind of worried about Lonzo, like they have answers and they have leverage now to help LeBron. And that was that's what they really needed to keep LeBron's spirits up. Um, if anything, um, went to EYBL this past weekend and saw him. He just looked down, looked kind of, kind of down on the organization. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's they they definitely those two are the best. The worst, I would say. I'm sorry, Chicago. It's the Bulls. And like I'm not trying to mock you. Like you needed you needed a top five pick here, and the second year in a row now you've gotten the seventh pick. And I, I think they've got to be hopeful they need a point guard. I think they've got to be hopeful that Garland or Kobe White is still on the board. Um, but if they're not, then they're probably going to get like DeAndre Hunter, which is like, it's just a boring pick. Yeah. yeah. Like Jared Culver and DeAndre Hunter, it's like, Jared Culver is going to be good, I think. But those guys are both just like, uh, there's just not yeah. a lot of firepower there. They need to get some big and they're, and they're, yeah. agents. Their and... front office is terrible. It's yeah, terrible. and you're not. I don't think it's crazy how it's the Chicago Bulls, and we're not hearing them being tied with any big names. They've fallen off the map. Like Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's not going to go back. Kawhi's yeah. not going to go there. I, I don't know what they're going to do. They're they're in trouble. Yeah, they have to nail the draft. One quick thing on the lottery, maybe unpopular opinion. I actually do think the lottery is rigged. Um, the Knicks not getting number one kind of set me back a little. But the only reason I say it's a little rigged is the Lakers somehow got a top four pick. Shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have happened. And that's why I think the lottery is unfair to the small market teams. And I, can, I think a lot of times the bigger market teams go up. You can see them like skyrocketing in the lottery. And that's the one thing like I have a problem with the lottery. And I think the NFL does it best, just the worst record yeah. is the first pick. Yeah. It, it's exciting. I, my problem, like, everyone's like, oh, tanking has to stop now because it's random. Well, LeBron sat out the last 20, 25 games. AD gave up and stopped playing, and they both got top three picks. So, like, yeah. it can help. You Like, it, I don't know. I, it's exciting. I don't know why it started or when it started, but I, I agree. Like, if you're I, the worst, you get the best. It's exciting, and I think that's why they do it, but I just think it's helping the bigger market teams right. a little more than it needs to, and that's just my problem with it. I mean, if you looked at the NHL one, even the NHL is the same way. The Bulls were projected to have the 12th pick. They somehow got the third pick in the NHL. That's because Chicago Blackhawks are a big market, right. and they want them to have a better pick. So I just, yep. I just think the worst team should get the first pick, and the Knicks would have got it. Yeah, and then Memphis somehow just kind of came in it too. Yeah. Right. No. We don't know why. I mean, we say that it, it hurts the small market teams, but then we look at how the Pelicans got the first pick, the Grizz- who had the ninth best odds. The Grizzlies got the second pick, who had, what, like the sixth best odds. The Bulls, who had the fourth best odds, fell to seven. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, the a- Atlanta Hawks, who you can say is, like, because Atlanta's just been so prevalent recently just with culture and everything. They got railed in theirs. They got what the the like eighth and tenth pick or something, yeah. which they I'm pretty sure had like the six best odds to to get it or something around there. I don't remember exactly. Um, so I don't 
it I I was always saying it's rigged, but it's this year's like draft or lottery was so random that you can be like, oh, yeah. well, it's, it benefits big market teams. Look at the Lakers. Okay, well the Knicks got the third pick, and then two small market teams got the top two pick. Yeah, so. it's it it was odd the top two picks, but even like going back the Cavs. I know the Cleveland's not a huge market, but they still had the LeBron factor with them, and mm-hmm. he's going to come back and they get the first pick again. Like right. it happened three out of four years, and they knew he was coming back. Like, is that a coincidence that he get it first pick when LeBron's coming back? Yeah, I mean, I it's the tie. Did you guys hear about that? Oh my gosh! Did you did you hear about that, Zach? <laughs> so uh, Alvin Gentry wore this tie that some because he used to be with the Cavs. Some dude on the Cavs wore the same tie to the three draft lotteries that they won, and he wore that tie to last night's draft lottery, and the Pelicans won. You gotta get the tie. You gotta get the tie. Yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's rigged. I think the Lakers and Knicks are both in good positions. I, I don't know. I think the NBA wants those two organizations to be so good and for some reason haven't really put Chicago with them. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. We'll see what All happens. Right. Yeah, we'll go into our final question of the day. Is Kevin Durant gone regardless of how they do without him in the playoffs? New York. I'll let somebody else answer it, though, because I'm just going to say New York. Uh, everyone's saying that he's gone. I think, yeah, I think this really isn't helping him, uh, helping him stay with how well they're playing. Um, the old warriors are back. Uh, I, I think, I think this is helping clay stay more than it's, you know, helping Katie leave. Yeah. I think clay, I think clay is a superstar. Like he defends McCollum better than anybody and he shoots better than anybody in the league. Um, yeah, I think Katie's gone, but I think more importantly, it's helped Clay stay and keep Clay and Steph there for a while. But I, I yeah, from everything we've seen and heard, it sounds like Katie is a lock to New York. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I don't think Kyrie is. I'll say that. No. I think Kyrie could go to the Lakers. And and if you get if Kyrie goes to the Lakers, if you're the Knicks, Kemba Walker, I think would be a great addition. And I think that it'd probably be better for the locker room to get Kemba Walker too. So I agree. Uh, I think KD's for sure gone, and I think I honestly do you think, think he's Clay, going to New York. Yeah, I yeah. do. I think um, Steph and Clay, and even Draymond a little, probably. I think they enjoy having him out and showing that they can still win without him, and showing that they were the ones 100%. who kind of, yeah, they were kind of ones who built the team. And I think they'll. I know uh, Kyle was talking about it today, and I I think it was Nick Young on the show. He said without. KD, they win 90% of the games. Without Steph, they win 60% of the games. Like, Steph's more... Like, KD might be better, but Steph's more important to that team. And I think the Warriors will be fine without KD, though. So, yeah, I, I think people forget how good Steph is. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, we learned that one the hard way. Yeah, that's uh, just... Yeah. Is he the only Warrior to leave, then? Any... I, I think now... I, I think the Clay rumors are gone now. Because KD I think if KD, I think if KD leaves, Clay stays. I think if Clay, I mean KD, for some reason stays, then Clay's gonna leave because unless gonna be we, like, unless Clay's really just has a destination that we don't know about. Yeah, I, I he know. really wants to go to LA. I think he only wants to go to LA though. Maybe yeah. if what if he paired up with Kawhi at the Clippers? <laughs> uh oh, they'd be damn good. Yeah, Lou the Brooklyn Nets. The bench. Brooklyn Nets. So this is going to be every year we say it's going to be the craziest free agency ever. But I mean, this is going to be nuts. Yeah. So many top name players, 
so many destinations available. Everybody has every big name team tied to them in some way. It's going once July hits. I mean, put on your seatbelt. Yeah. Locked and loaded. Let's go. Well, that's all we got for you guys today. I wish you two the best of luck with the Milwaukee bet down eight at half. So, I mean, any last thoughts on that way, fast? Blood's in the water, Brooke. That's yes. all I can say. Blood's in the water. Yeah, um, not looking good. Really, just at this point, we're just hoping that the tennis bets hit tomorrow. So, okay. Uh, well, we not- appreciate you all listening. Continue to listen. Continue <laughs> to tell your friends about the how about that. Burr's going to send us out like he always does. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Send us out, Bart. I'll let the fish rod fly off the back of the boat. Got the summertime vibes. Ain't no need for a coat. I might think of a line, so I'll write it in notes. In the morning, I'ma check if it sinks or it floats. Always got a blunt between the index and thumb. Everybody always saying that we too young. Hey, I don't need any more advice on my lungs. I understand they're black. I rap and it's fun. Fin sticking up so they see me coming. Catchy gets a white out. Everybody humming. Message on red. I don't like the phone buzzing. About to drop the bomb. Call that shit a dirty dozen. Was it too deep? Too shallow? Was it right? Swim through the water all day, all night Stay in your lane, cause I'm cruising through mine After all, I got a bag of all these summertime rhymes Got these summertime rhymes in my baggage Feeling like a savage, no one could imagine I'm pretty busy taking in the sunshine Runs in my bloodline, catch me on cloud nine Big bass, back in the John boat Collect these big notes, they try to stay float Summertime rhymes in my baggage Feeling like a savage, feeling like a motherfucking savage It's true, I'm feeling like a savage reborn It's like 21, turn 21 more Together fast as Jack Rob, turn around the corn Head to home, watch me go about 12 bars more Fuck it, I'ma go replace the whole mixtape I just had to go back and make sure the shit's great It is, by the way <laughs> this shit's dope Should probably throw a flag for me coming with the hits late That's just the toll that a fan of this road takes I don't know about that, I just know about this Wherever the crowd at, probably where Burke is That's about as simple as it gets with the equation All I know is it's the end of deep sea navigation Come and get my captain's hat and gather round Ain't nobody know about that, I'll lay it down Fuck it, I could freestyle shit to pass time After all, I got a bag of all these summertime rhymes Got these summertime rhymes in my baggage Feeling like a savage, no one could imagine I'm pretty busy taking in the sunshine Runs in my bloodline, catch me on cloud nine Big bass, back of the John boat Collect these big notes, they try to stay float Summertime rhymes in my baggage Feeling like a savage, feeling like a motherfucking savage